Y'all, Brad Stevens here for another edition of the Herald and Brad Windy City Filmmakers Podcast. HD, what's going on, brother? Man, what's up? <laughs> what's up, big? What's up? Yeah, we had two special guests in the house from TDP Productions. We have, hopefully, I don't, I just got your name, Audrey Don, Adrian, 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 Adrian Don, Adrian, Adrian Don, and hey. David Tarleton are with us. What's Tarleton and David Tarleton. <laughs> Tarleton. I'm, I'm yeah. so fired as a whole. You did it. You did it. It's good. <laughs> How y'all doing? We're great. We're, We're so glad great. to be here. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, thanks for being here. So the first question what we always ask people for both of you is a two-parter. And it's what's your connection to Chicago and what kind of art do you create? Oh, all right. You want to go first? Well, my connection to Chicago is that I'm a Midwest girl. I'm born and raised in Champaign-Urbana, Illinois. Shouting out my college, UIUC right now. And um, if you're a townie, you might say Shampoo Banana. Um, But yeah, that's that's my little nerd coming out there. What's up, Shampoo Banana? Um, So, uh, yeah, I'm from Champaign-Urbana. I... uh, Went to college there, and so Chicago was always like this little gem I knew I would, um, you know, eventually live in and work in. So, nice. uh, yeah, that's me. And then David. Well, uh, so I'm I'm from Virginia originally. Okay. And, and um, so, uh, you know, I, I grew up in Virginia. I went to undergrad at the University of Virginia, and then I was in New York for a while, and then I ended up in Los Angeles. I got my um, master's degree from the University of Southern California, and then, uh, you know, I was in L.A. for years working as a filmmaker. In fact, that's where I met Adria, was out in L.A. I had to go to L.A. to meet a good old Southern boy to bring him back <laughs> out of the Midwest. Right? <laughs> Stop. Nice. Um, but, but, but I, you know, I got hired to, to teach film at Columbia, and okay. that's why I moved to Chicago, was to start teaching at Columbia College Chicago. No, he moved to Chicago because he wanted to be with me. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, so yeah, he's he's here because of his job and because of his, his uh, wife. I, you know, I'm a Chicagoan now, you know, I've, I've gotten used to the winters more or less. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's snowing in April and right, but, you know, that's all right. Yeah, and our work... Well, you guys, like everybody in the industry, I feel like we all wear so many different hats and do different things. But uh, as a production company, the kind of art that gets us most excited is making uh, projects that deal with social justice and social change. So, um, yeah, we're really big fans of shining lights on things like um, racism and... uh, depression and bullying yes. and, uh, and, and school shootings and, and addiction shooting. yeah so we but on the flip side you know we also make funny dumb stuff too <laughs> yeah. right. oh my god we, we've done so many different kinds of things yeah I, I would agree with adria that seems to be a big focus on our work now is sort of socially relevant social justice kind of stuff but yeah. nice. you know 
Uh, um, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we've made a, a a web series, a comedy web series for years called Documentary. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I I directed a feature called Hunter. That's a vampire thriller. And, nice. Uh, you know, done TV <laughs> yeah. series and you know all kinds of different. Work. But Harold okay. is. Uh, I'm going to shout out Harold because he's worked with us on two things now, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I'm excited that he's been on two different projects with us, and they both uh, center around the social justice and social change themes. So, what's up, Harold? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I appreciate the love. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, stuff. Yeah, yeah. We love to work with you. It's a love fest. It's amazing how how um, uh, Karen, which you've changed the name, has has uh, continued to move around. Can can you talk about that uh, social justice, Black Lives Matter? Sure. No? Yeah. yeah. So we wanted. So you know, as with everybody during the pandemic, um, things just kind of came to a halt. Uh, yeah, we we had two different projects that were. In fact, we had a project that was going to be shooting like the week after week the pandemic after hit. after lockdown. Right. But um. So but then in the midst of kind of all this everything coming to a halt, the work, there was all of this political and, and racial unrest in the country uh, kind of coming to a head in many ways. And uh, we, we felt that we, you know, we couldn't just sit and, and let it go by without um, amplifying and supporting the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, so we wanted to make something in support of that in response to what has been, what was going on. So uh, we, you know, we, had to get creative a little bit in how we made it. So we were like, well, dang, we can't hire. We Who can be in it? And, right. and, and how distanced can we be? So it, it was in the middle of the pandemic. So, you know, for us, you know, this was back last year when things were a lot more locked down. Uh, right. You know, it was sort of what what can we do with ourselves? And in this and case, with, with, Harold. with Harold. So literally, like, you know, it was me, Harold and David. Oh, and our son um, held the slate. Yeah. He, oh, he was man. Very helpful with the slate. <laughs> but yeah. So. Karen I Karen centers around um, uh, shining a light on white privilege and white fragility. Uh, and I, you know, we live in Oak Park. It's a it's a great place to live. But uh, anywhere, you know, anywhere in the U.S., there's suburbs, there's pockets of places that need to be better and and need to adjust and think about how to be better moving forward. So hopefully, uh, Karen has a little insight into that. You know, uh, along those lines of social justice, uh, uh, my theater troupe, we do, we teach third, fourth, and fifth graders, right? And I remember like uh, two or like three or four years ago, we were teaching a fourth grade class on the West Side and this little girl just started crying on her desk. And I asked, what, what's going on? And other kids were teasing her because she didn't have the latest fashion or shoes or shirt, right. this, that, whatever the case may be. So we went over in the corner of the room, we were talking and she wrote this amazing piece about uh, bullying. And we adapted it to a song and, um, and performed at the school show. But I remember, long story short, after that situation, we were, I was talking with my teaching team, and it's been a million years since I was in fourth grade, but it caught me off guard how early that was setting in. We're talking about 10 years old, there was already this oh, in-group, yeah. this out-group, you're not cool, she was being ostracized. And so it leads me to like your, your word, Kids Matter, about how powerful that can be yeah. for kids that they're going through something like that to know they're not alone. 
and yes. that hopefully there's people they can reach to and talk to to help out through those situations because it starts so it starts so early sometimes. It really does. And first of all, you know what you're doing and in going into schools and helping this girl express herself. That's amazing. That's amazing. So kudos to you yeah, for, doing, the for doing the good work. Uh, that's what they need. They need that support. They need to know it's going to be okay. And with media, especially now. You know, it's back so in the old different. days, right. people go up to you, punch you in the face. I'm sure they still <laughs> do that. But now it's like, I'm going to punch you online. Oh, yeah. You know? Right. I'm going to create a fake account and like make uh, fun of you. And it does, you know, and it goes back to like how young kids get phones and all these all these things, which, you know, they're not a bad thing. It's just that it's the me- the media is everywhere and so available. The technology is so. Right. Uh, talking about the cyberbullying, especially, and regular bullying is just really important. So we love, love to work uh, with kids. Uh, the people we work with typically are middle school, some high school, but- um, Some a little younger too. Some a little younger yeah. too, but the middle school's our sweet spot. And I'll tell you, it's so amazing to work with them because they're so uh, kind of starved to talk about these contemporary issues. Right, um, right. And so to go in and get 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 the words, you know, and, and hear them, it's really, really inspiring for us. You know, one of the things that I think we really discovered when we started making these films was the ways that they're affected differently than we when we were kids. You know, we didn't yeah. have social media. We'd know, right. We didn't have every kid in school had a phone and things. And so when you have these issues with kids, it looks different than yeah. it did yeah. when we were kids. And it's really kind of scary in some ways. So yeah. what, one of the things that we're trying to do in bringing light to these stories is make it very contemporary. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't the same 20 years ago. It just didn't yeah. Yeah, even the language we use sometimes. I write, I write the epi- the the films, but like you know, I'll have the kids read it out loud, and I'll be like, "Does this sound okay?" <laughs> you know, they'll be like, "No, you need to change that." Nobody yeah, talks. Nobody like talks that. like that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, humility. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, but it's really cool, and um, we're we're really just grateful we get to work with them. And then um, Harold was in uh, Unsafe with us, which was about gun violence in school. That's when we first worked together, and that was just such a, a privilege to work with Harold. And just the kids were so great with that. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a bunch of kids too. You guys uh, <laughs> wrangled a, a lot of kids and and uh, made this thing come to life, and it was powerful. The the uh, the the uh, the um, testimonials and everything. I mean, yeah. That, uh, oh, if, that, if that was scripted, that was they they brought it. Yeah, it oh, was scripted. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really. pretty amazing. Yeah, the, the kids are just the kids uh, are incredible. Great. Yeah. And so yeah. like you know, David and I, we sort of double team. We you know we co-direct. You know, David is all about getting that picture perfect, and I'm like. <laughs> like yelling in their ears to the actors. <laughs> so together, it all works out. You know, I'm a big fan of uh, Film Courage on YouTube, and they had this, uh, I forgot who they were, it was some dudes on YouTube, and they were like teaching writing, they said, you know what, a screenwriter should never direct his own film, right? (laughs) And like you hear these things, a director should never edit. Da, da, da. And my viewpoint is, you want to do it, and you develop the skill set, do it. And I love the fact that you all write, direct, edit, 
you shoot your own stuff. <laughs> what's what's the benefits of being able to wear so many hats and wear them effectively uh, when you're creating your own content? Well, that's a great question. That, that really is a good question. <laughs> you know, we've certainly worked with DPs and editors and, you know, all of those kind of things. But, you know, one of the benefits of sort of the two of us wearing most of the hats, you know, we like, can split it. Number right. one, right there. <laughs> we sort of split we, it down we the can middle. Split it down the middle. And, <laughs> and and to be honest, in some ways, because we've been doing this so long and we've sort of found ways to work, we can work faster in a lot of we ways. We can work right. really, yeah. Or, fast. You, you know, the edit, the first edit is my edit. You know, it's the right edit. We're we're all, you know, it doesn't require like round and round of notes and things. It's like we're all, you know, it's not to say that there's never revisioning and I'm always working with Adrian on these things and stuff, but you know, it's like we, we, we get there quicker. faster. Yeah, and the same quicker. is true with the cinematography. It's like, we've talked about this, you know, we've done, we're doing this together. So yeah. it's like, we're, we're just sort of right there. And also, you know, looking at our experience as a whole, you know, David does come from a strong uh, uh, directing influence in school and all of that. And then I come from a strong acting background. So when you hone those two things and you can and kind a design of, background yeah too. yeah right. and design you can kind of springboard from there and um so as far as like being good at many things you know i think it starts with a, a real focus on one and then that then it grows to others and if you yeah. carefully tend to each one they'll all grow with you together and you all elevate together but you but the key to all of it is you just have to keep making um mm -hmm. just the the more we make uh you know we always learn something uh yeah, yeah we've been doing this forever at this point and we're still <laughs> learning on every project we've been we're doing learning this forever oh, oh back in the day <laughs> the hand crankers <laughs> we walked to sit no uh, uh, we would record on wax cylinders no but but <laughs> even with that right we're still always learning you we know like always I, learning. I, every project yeah yeah and also not you know as you can tell we're kind of quirky or we're kind of weird and we're very specific and so right. if you don't like somebody we we're not you know <laughs> <laughs> you know it's funny because like one of my favorite directors is modern scorsese and long story short he did this interview and he's talking about the i think he was talking about the, the departed and he was talking yeah. about filmmaking and he made this he said basically you know I don't know if I'm an expert now. I'm still very much a student of the game. I'm like, man, and that yes. was at that was at departed, and he still viewed himself as a student of the game. I thought yes. that was just fantastic. That, <laughs> I thought that was great. Yes. That right. is perfect. That's oh, yeah. so yes, yeah. exactly. We always have to be students, and you know, because I teach too. Well, Adrian teaches. Yeah, that's like, what I wanted to talk like, about next. You know, like like I'm always learning. You know, yeah. like I'm right. learning from my students. Well, you I'm, learn from teaching. Oh yeah, yes. and, right. Yeah, Harold's a teacher too. Oh, yeah, no. I learn so much from teaching. Yeah, exactly. It, it forces me to to clarify what you know. It's not just doing it, but thinking about what what is it that I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like like I'm do my hands are my brain. I'm doing a thing, but but what is it? What, what is it? Yeah. You know, like to actually take a step back. You know, yeah. Like Dave, Dave what what are you teaching over there? I teach uh, film directing and editing. Powerful, yeah, yeah. That's you always are learning doing that. That's amazing. You're t you're teaching the students and and you're learning something from them. Always. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to do a little mini shout out here. We just found out just today, a couple hours ago, that he just got full professorship at Columbia. Congratulations. Congratulations. Great, great, great. Yeah. Are, are, they, are they back in the class or have they been uh, virtual? Are they back or a combination of both? 
So, so this semester, I think the number I've seen is about 25% of the classes have some okay. kind of in-person stuff. For the fall, we're going to be at about 75% of the classes okay, nice. in person. So we're, you know, we're fully committed. All the students are required to have vaccinations for the fall. And like, we're, we're moving forward, we're moving forward, coming back full steam ahead. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, Adrian, talk about your teaching over at the uh, uh, Actor Studio Chicago. I teach at like three different places. I teach at Acting Studio Chicago. I teach um, On Camera 2. I teach uh, Auditioning for Small Roles. I teach uh, Rock the Callback. Uh, and that's those are all adults. And then at the Performer School, I teach um, the Filmmaking for Social Change, where we make a film um, once a year, except for this last year with COVID. And then I'm a busy coach out of my home studio uh, in Oak Park. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, my whole thing about teaching is that m- one of my favorite quotes I always refer back to is let my hindsight be your foresight. Right. Because um, I, I want to figure out, you know, what mistakes have I made? How can I learn from them? And how can my students, uh, you know, have a better way forward? Um, so I'm always thinking in terms of that. And I, I specialize in on-camera acting and I'm, I'm always... Um, like with my students right now, there's been so many uh, on-camera, uh, one-hour coachings and tapings. All these self-tapes happening now because of COVID, and so I'm always yeah. trying to always trying to like simplify and elevate each performance to make it as real and uh, authentic to each person as I can. And, and what's amazing are the uh, uh, the podcasts that you were doing and the video interviewing, and I believe you made a, a, a tape on how to audition on camera. Was oh, I did. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah. During the pan- well, during the pandemic, you know, uh, Rachel Patterson is the director of the acting studio Chicago and she's great. She, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she let me do these interviews <laughs> called jammy, Jam- jammy jams, where I uh, interview an industry person, um, for in, in their jammies, in their jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were super fun. I, I, you know, I think I did around a dozen of those, and just to help the um, community. You know, we had uh, the guy from Cinespace, and we also had, um, you know, different directors and casting directors. casting directors and things like that. So that was also really fun, but also, you know, constantly pivoting, changing for what's happening in our our entertainment landscape right now you know right. so it was good it i like to be challenged and and so it was good for me to figure out how to do those <laughs> and it feels like it's about community building too you know like yeah. you know chicago's film community and acting community like it we're we're relatively small and i think it's so important right. to have these outlets and opportunities for community building Yeah.